Hey friends, it's Mark James. It is Tuesday. I've no idea what I'm going to say because I literally just jumped on. I just pressed the app and I pressed record and here I am. (laughs) It is Tuesday. Have I been healthy? Well, let me say this. I woke up this morning and it was really, really cold. It was actually a minus number, which is rare. When I first woke up, it was minus two and then it went to zero. That's cold as shit, by the way. So... I didn't go walking. I did get up and I took Joshua to school and uh, I didn't feel great because last night we had takeaway, a last hurrah, so to speak. And uh, I had pizza, but I also wanted a bit of kebab. I had a calzone. I love a calzone. Is it calzone or calzone? I think it's calzone. Anyway, I had a calzone and it had chicken and peppers and pineapple in. Yes, pineapple is the best pizza topping. If you don't agree with me, you're wrong. And it was delicious, but I also got a bun, a bread bun. We've been over this already. (laughs) A bread cake, a bread bun, a bread roll, a burger bun. It actually was like a burger bun, essentially. And it had doner kebab meat in it. And it was one of the greatest things I've ever had from a takeaway. And it made me really happy, but I felt like shit. I farted for England and I might have even gone, you know, whole UK level, but uh, I did fart a lot. And Sarah had takeaway as well. I won't tell you whether or not she was farting, but let's just say it affected us both in similar ways. <laughs> she doesn't fart. She's a lady, but I, uh, I did. And got in bed, just felt terrible, but happy because I was in that euphoric, greasy state. <laughs> <laughs> there's a t- there's the title of the podcast euphoric greasy state and uh i'll forget it by the end you know i will i always do but i uh i ate that and it was good i mean it was really nice but the- today i felt terrible so I squeezed out a little poop before i took joshua to school but then i knew i needed a big one it was black ice everywhere really bad black ice so i thought i'm not walking i'll wait until it heats up a bit And then uh, someone came around to fix the boiler, which was quite an endeavor. Well, it wasn't a fix. It was a gas check. The boiler's fine. But it had to be checked for the certificate because obviously the home insurance doesn't count if your certificate isn't in date. And so that had to be done. So the guy comes round, but then he has to have his mask on and he can't come in the... So he comes through the back door, which we've pre-unlocked, and we're in the living room and we're shouting at each other. (laughs) And I'm peering from the living room through to the kitchen so we can see him, but it's a very narrow gap, like a sniper trying to see the guy and he's fixing the boiler. But he's got a lad with him that he's training and all of this malarkey, so... It was very COVID safe, though. Don't worry for the wankers. We stayed away from him and he stayed away from us. And uh, I think his apprentice was his son. So we uh, we got the boiler checked. So and then some mail came. My mum sent a lovely parcel full of uh, stuff. She bought us loads of vouchers, shopping vouchers for Christmas for the supermarket to get the old Christmas shopping. I think we're going to spend, I mean, it's a lot. It was a lot of money, to be fair. She sent us and my auntie sent some as well. Bless them. So all told, there was like 350 quids worth of Morrison's vouchers. So we're going to bag 150 of them on alcohol, I reckon. (laughs) Just to refill the shelf because we've got a big old collection of alcohol. And that's the kind of frivolousness that we haven't done in a long time because we've been being very careful. But also we're going to be healthy through December until Christmas week. So did I eat anything? No, not really. I had a couple of little bits. My mum sent this green and black chocolate, which um, I've not had before. Everyone bangs on about it like it's the best thing ever. And it was a sort of um, selection of it, different flavours. I don't really like dark chocolate, which, you know, real chocolate fans say makes me a heathen, but I don't. Euphoric, greasy state. Don't forget, Mark. Um... 
Yeah, so I tried that because there was a butterscotch one, which was really nice, and there was a normal milk one, and there was a uh, there was some other one, and I uh, they're only little though, and I mean little, like they're the size of um, well, they're the size of something little. If you were putting four of them on your, you could fit four of them on the screen of your iPhone, you know, laid sideways. I reckon, yeah, easy, maybe even five. So I had uh, two and a half of them. Which I think is alright. I might have some biscuits or something tonight. You know, it's not... I haven't walked, so I haven't earned any proper food. But also, I was supposed to be fasting. But the first day is hard. But I have been better. Much better. I definitely am getting it back. I spent last night looking through old pictures. I think I told you that I sort of look through old pictures that I've sent friends to find inspiration. And one of the main things I realised I'd sent them was loads of pictures of me getting thin. And... Those pictures did spur me on. So I played a little bit of daytime Call of Duty because I've got a podcast recording to do tonight and I'm about to go and do it actually with a great magician called Andy Gladwin who runs and owns Vanishing Inc. Um, I don't want to give too much away about the end of the season for people who listen to this and that, but I've got some really good guests, uh, which I always do, but the end of the season guests are very good and Andy's one of them. So I'm about to go and record with him. And what else has happened today? Well, I didn't walk because of the black ice. I mean, it's dangerous, isn't it? You can't be going out in black ice and slipping over and hurting yourself. Then where would we be? Oh, Sarah's operation. She's got to get a bit more skin cut off for, um, you know, that mold. They're cutting off another centimetre around the where it was, just to be sure. And she got an appointment given for February, which we knew couldn't be right because they'd said it was going to be quite soon. You know, they want to do it quickly. So when we got the February point, we knew it couldn't be right. So we rang and they had messed it up. And it's actually going to be the middle of December 17th. So that's happening as well. So she's got to have two weeks off work over Christmas, which work are not chuffed about, I assume. But also this kind of thing has to come first, doesn't it? So she's got to self-isolate and we're going to self-isolate as well in the house together for three days before it. And then she's going to go and get her operation. And then there's a skin graft involved and all sorts. And then she'll be at home for two weeks, taking it easy to keep uh, keep it, get it well, get mended. And then that will officially be that. Um, yeah, it's wild. Had a couple of conversations about bookings and stuff today for next year, which is good. Sort of reasonable news on the horizon. I put in for the old government grant because uh, I can say that my business was affected to the degree that made me... Uh, eligible for it and that'll get us through that was all right i did that yesterday officially and it's through now apparently it'll pay any day so that was a little bit of good news it's basically all good news i talked to my friend joanna on the phone this morning and i was telling her that i was really feeling not stressed out i was feeling like all the stuff i'd been worried about uh, i was no longer worried about and that is a good thing And then a couple of things happened that got me worried, like Sarah was on the phone about her appointment. And just the thought of that gets me worried, you know, because I want it to be over and done with. But and then the booking thing was a bit up and down, but then it was good. And so there's no news there, really, but no news is good news. And then, yeah, I felt a bit worried and then I stopped feeling worried again. So now I'm not worried about anything, just getting my health thing sorted. That's going to happen. It's all good. Uh, the guy who came around to fix the boiler, he isn't the guy who's our usual plumber and everything. He sent someone else around because he, you know, they've got these areas now and they've been all COVID secure and stuff. But the original plumber, (laughs) 
I won't say his name. There's no chance he listens to this. But the original plumber came round once, right, to fix a thing on our toilet. He fixed the thing on the toilet and then he was about to leave and he went, oh, my other job's 20 minutes away and the house is the opposite direction. Do you mind if I just use your toilet? I said, sure. Oh, shit. <laughs> I said, sure, you can use the toilet. Fuck me, I've basically given you his name there, haven't I? I said, uh... <laughs> Well, fuck it, you'll never know, will you? You could be anyone. I said, sure, you can use the toilet. And um, he did. And then he he left and he blocked it. But he didn't know because he flushed it and it must have looked all right to him and he just bailed. And then he went downstairs and he left. And then I went upstairs and the toilet was all full with water and blocked. So I tried flushing it and it wouldn't block. So then I had to ring the plumber to tell him that the toilet was blocked. And I also had to tell him that he'd blocked it. <laughs> so I ring him up. I said, mate, any chance? He went, oh, have I left something behind? That was it. He, said, <laughs> he answered the phone and he'd only just bailed. So he thought he must have left his tools. He left his stool. He left his stools, not tools. And um, there's the second title for the podcast, Stools, Not Tools. He... Um, he said, have I left something behind? I said, yes, mate, you have. A shite in our toilet. And he laughed and he went, what? I said, you've blocked the toilet. I just went up there and it's all backed up. I said, I can't see anything, but I can only assume it's from when you've just been. He went, oh my God. So he had to come back after he'd done the other job and unblock the shite that he'd done. And while he was in there sorting it out, he went, I'm sorry about this. I said, I hope I'm not getting charged for this job. And he laughed. and went, no, no, of course not. <laughs> How embarrassing is that? He comes round to fix the toilet, fixes one problem and leaves another. Our toilet gets blocked all the time, by the way. It's a nightmare. I don't know what it is. Maybe our U-bend's a weird shape or something. But every now and again, probably once a month, we have to get our next-door neighbour around because he does stuff like that as well. And he gets the rods and he jams this rod down our toilet. This, like, sort of... Um, I don't know what it does, but it unblocks using suction and an air thing and all that. And it basically unblocks our toilet. It's horrible. I remember the first time it happened, I didn't know that was the score. I put my hand inside of a carrier bag and I put my hand around the U-bend of the toilet. And I was, oh, I mean, I don't want to go into it, but let's just say my arm... I didn't feel like it belonged to me. It felt like I'd had a transplant. I was nervous and ashamed of my own arm because it had been wading around in shit. Because Joshua hasn't learned. We didn't realise this. But I suppose it's our fault because we never told him. He never learned the technique of wipe, have a look at the paper, fold it in half so that the shit is contained inside, and then wipe again. So he was getting a new wad of paper and being a bit liberal with that as well. Every single time he wiped his ass. So if he's wiping his ass four or five times, he's getting four or five wads of paper. Whereas me, I'll origami. I'll I'll get a good size bit. You know, I'll get not too thick, but I go wide. I get a wide piece and then I'll wipe. Then I'll fold that in half and I'll wipe again. Then I'll fold that in half and I'll wipe again. And you can't fold a piece of paper more than seven times. It's topologically impossible. Everybody knows that. Give it a try now. Go and get any size piece of paper you want. Fold it in half. Then fold it in half again. 
always fold in the same style, you know, fold in half, fold in half. You've always got to fold in half, but I guarantee no matter how big that piece of paper is, you cannot fold it in half more than seven times. It's impossible. It doesn't matter how big it is and how how thin it is. It can be the biggest and thinnest piece of paper ever. You will not be able to fold it in half eight times. It's impossible. It's a topological impossibility. So I never fold more than seven times, but I never start with that big of a bit of paper. But I might fold three or four times, you know, if I'm feeling lucky. Um, and there's not that much poo towards the end because, you know, it gets smaller and smaller, doesn't it? The amount of poo on the paper. I mean, if you're all right, if you've got it sorted, if you're pooing with the correct consistency, usually you can wipe and you don't have to. <laughs> We're back to the old days, aren't we? I'm talking about shit again. That means I'm back on form. That means positivity is reigned. Positivity is back. Positivity was only waiting for me to start talking about shit again. You can tell I've been positive today and I've been starting the diet and feeling good. We're on doing it December, by the way. So join me, friends. We're taking it seriously this time. We're going to finish this year better than we started this month. Better than we finished November. That's the score, isn't it? A good month is ahead. Then you don't have to feel guilty about the couple of bad days over Christmas. We're doing it. Let's get ahead of all those people who start in January. Wouldn't it be good in January to already be started? That's the one, in it? That's what you want. So let's do it. Let's get there. Um, positivity is back. But yeah, folding the paper too many times. I mean, I'm talking about shite. That means we're back on form. By the way, because I've noticed the numbers dropped a little bit, I think part of the reason is the podcasts are too long, aren't they? I'm just doing too long because I get on tangents. So I'm going to get back to these sort of 13, 14 minute episodes. If it's 20 minutes, it means I thought of something really funny to say. So friends, I'm out right now. We did it. Speak to you tomorrow.